to the online service today. We're very excited to be joining you from Gas Street Church in Birmingham. <laughs> Gas Street Church was planted five years ago with a vision to be light for the city. So we're thrilled to be able to join with you in worship today. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and, and also, also with you. you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let, Let us, us rejoice and, and be, be glad, glad in it. it.
Jesus says, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. So let us turn away from our sin and turn to Christ, confessing our sins in penitence and faith. Lord God, we've sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse you from your sins and restore you in his image to the praise and glory of his name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now we're going to hear some everyday stories of faith from a few people in our church family. James, you actually first came to Gastute when we were meeting in Jonglers, the nightclub on Broad Street. Just tell us, how did you end up coming to Gastute Church and what was your life looking like back then? Yeah, I, was in, I was invited to, to Gastute Church um, just as, as they were starting. I was two months uh, after being released from, from prison. Um, I was in, in a pretty, pretty bad way, uh, chained down by addictions and struggling with my mental health. I'd um, been diagnosed with PTSD and depression uh, whilst, I was, whilst I was away. And um, yeah, really I was in, in a bad way, it completely lost all hope and um, found gastry and just was amazed by the, the, the loving, supportive community and how non-judgmental everyone, everyone was towards me and just loving and accepting. Um, and, you know, some months later, I, I gave my life to Jesus and felt like, you know, my slate had been wiped clean and knew I'd been yeah. forgiven. And, um, you know, I was, I was still in a, in a pretty, pretty bad way. And I was, to give you a bit of context, I was sleeping over 18 hours every single day. Um, and I, I just didn't want to, want to, be, be awake and I was happiest when I was asleep so um, I, w I was asleep and I was taking more medication than I should be and I was drinking and I was deeply deeply depressed and I came to Gastry one day I was sitting at the front down here and you were speaking about forgiveness and the, the importance of forgiving people that have wronged us and I realized that my <clears throat> my abuser had a, a real hold on me from my past and I was uh, I was full of resentment and anger and hatred towards him, and realised that it had controlled my life for for a long time. And heard what you said, and uh, I made a prayer and said a prayer to God and forgave my abuser. And really, that was I'd say when my 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 new life began. Yeah, I spent. 21 years, very much a convinced atheist. And when I say that as well, I mean hardcore, like cynic. I had no doubts about what I believed in. So I signed up for Alpha in January, um, which was a great decision because it meant I could explore a lot of my questions and I had a lot of questions and really probe into my issues with faith and my issues with religion. The videos were very engaging. I remember the first one was about who is Jesus 
And I remember after that going home and Googling 10,000 questions about it because I was like, surely people don't actually believe that he rose from the dead, right? Right? Um, <laughs> so the day that I decided to become a Christian, I woke up and I was going to Gastric because it was a Sunday. I felt totally okay. For the first time in three years, I woke up and was free. Um, it was a feeling as well that's different to one that I'd ever had. Another reason I knew that it had come from somewhere else, because it was like a really deep love, not just um, your normal happiness. And it was amazing. The difference it makes between sort of crippling depression, trying to just do anything like get out of bed, and being healthy is insane. And I remember walking along the canal to Gas Street and looking up at the rain, it was chucking it down with rain, but I didn't care. And I was like, <laughs> I was like spinning around <laughs> on the spot by myself. I must have looked mad. And just knowing that I was loved and it just felt amazing <laughs> for someone that never, could never love themselves at one point to know that was there unconditionally. And it was the fact that I knew it who it came from. I knew it was Jesus. Our first reading today is from Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in its righteousness and the people with equity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There's a river that runs from the heart of the Father There's a river that runs from His heart There's a river that runs from the heart of the Father There's a river that runs from His heart So jump in Jump in There's a freedom that's wild in the heart of the Father. There's a freedom that's wild in His heart. Yeah. There's a freedom that's wild in the heart of the Father. There's a freedom so wild in His. 
second reading is 1 John chapter 5 and verses 1 to 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God, to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the days before COVID-19, before lockdown, I took a group of 10-year-old boys for my son's birthday paintballing. And in the car on the way over, they were full of bravado, confidence of what they were going to do, how they were going to attack the enemy base, win great victories and battles. And we 
arrived at the paintballing centre and we queued up alongside lots of others. And as these young lads were looking around, they could see these fully grown, hairy, scary men queuing up for paintballing. You know, some of these guys were dressed from head to toe in camouflage. They had their own paintballing guns and masks. And I could see these young lads getting a little bit anxious and fearful. We went in and we were given our outfits and our masks and all of these boys were coming up to me. I could see the whites in their eyes. Of, Is my mask on secure? Am I okay? And then the marshals got up and they began to explain the rules. What would happen? What was allowed? What wasn't allowed? How we were all going to be kept safe and how we could ensure that we had a great time doing paintball together. And it was interesting, as the marshals shared the rules, the regulations, what was to come, the boys began to relax. Oh, okay, we're going to be all right and we're going to have fun. So many people can often complain that Christianity is all about rules, it's all about don'ts, it's about restrictions, it's about limiting people. And this couldn't be further from the truth. When Jesus Christ walked on the earth, he said in John's Gospel, John 10 verse 10, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The way of Jesus leads to human flourishing. It brings a peace and a contentment that the world could never, ever bring. And the practices, the commands, the ways of Jesus Christ are for our benefit. They're to lead us into the fullness of life. John writes in this letter in verse 3, This is love for God to keep his commands, and his commands are not burdensome. His commands are not burdensome. Put most simply, the commands of Jesus, of Christ, are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and to love your neighbour as yourself. Jesus calls us as his people, firstly, to worship him, to put him first in everything in our finances, to put him first, not to be a people that just pursue wealth and building up greater income in our bank accounts. No, to be generous, to radically give in our careers, to put him first, not to trample over people to get to the top, not just to be so set on ambition and, and careers, on status, but to be kind and generous and full of integrity in the workplace in our marriages, in our relationships, to put God first, to be a people that pursue faithfulness, love, care, that we're quick to journey with one another, to be quick to say sorry and to move forward together. And then, of course, this command to love our neighbours as ourselves, to be radical in the way we look on the world around us. If we see need, not to turn a blind eye, but to move towards, to care for those in need. And when we choose this path of loving Jesus, putting him first and loving our neighbours as ourselves and making those sacrificial choices, as we begin to die to self, as Jesus again talks about, we find, actually, we come alive. We find in that place, though it is costly, though it's painful, though it requires perseverance, but it's a journey full of joy and adventure. And it's important to note that the inspiration for following Jesus for outworking his commands should always be our love for him. The author Gary Chapman, in his book, The Five Languages of Love, he talks about these love languages, words of affirmation, speaking kindly about people, acts of service, you know, taking the bins out, doing the washing up, physical touch, a hug, a kiss, 
gifts, thoughtful presents, quality time, giving your undivided attention to someone. These are ways that we all express and perhaps want to receive love. But, you know, Jesus, he talks about his love language. John's Gospel, he says, If you love me, you will keep my commands. Or as John writes, this is love for God to keep his commands. When we love Jesus, when we receive his love, when we understand who he is, what he has done for us, when we understand something of his kindness and his goodness, that his desire is to bring the best out of us, when we capture that, then we will want to respond by being obedient, by saying, God, ultimately I trust that your ways are the best ways that your commands around how I live my life, my choices, my outlooks, are not to restrict me, not to you know, take away my fun and enjoyment. Rather, it's for my blessing and benefit and for the health and the benefit and the blessing of the entire world. If you love me, you will obey my commands. So as we reflect on this scripture, what are those things that maybe you're battling with, areas where you need to once again come before God and surrender and say, I want to follow you. I want to trust you. I want to believe that you have my best intentions, that actually those things that the world might say aren't going to lead to life and flourishing. But actually when we choose the narrow path of following Jesus out of a sense of love for who he is and what he's done in our lives, we will find great blessing, great fruit and great life in that place. So why don't we take a moment to pray that God would come, speak to us, challenge us, move in us and lead us to be a people that love him so much that we will follow his commands. And those commands will lead to his blessing and his kingdom coming here on earth. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, when you walked on the earth, You lived a radical life that confronted the ways of the world. And you call us to follow you, to put you first, not to follow the culture around us, not to follow the ways of the world, but to trust that your ways are best. We want to be a people that live lives that are full of obedience and trust that you know best. Draw us closer to you and use us, we pray. And the collect for this Sunday. God, our Redeemer, you've delivered us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your Son. Grant that as by his death he's recalled us to life, so by his continual presence in us, he may raise us to eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And now we're going to pray together. Let us pray. 
So Lord, we thank you for all that you are. Words can never truly express your greatness. We thank you for always being at our side, especially through a tough year. And we thank you for every tear you have wiped. And we also thank you for your loving kindness that has helped so many through all situations. And for the many times you have stepped in and opened our eyes to your perspective to still us so we remain calm. And I thank you that you are a God who will hear our hearts cry when we physically can't open our mouths. And we also thank you, Jesus, for another year full of possibilities that we can move forward in with hope and your strength. Amen. Here we pray today for the world and the impact of COVID, particularly for the countries with less economic resilience, struggling to access the vaccine. We pray for the continuing rollout of the vaccine around the world and collaboration between countries and leaders. Lord, we thank you for being a constant presence and I pray that we submit our decisions to you, trust in you always and trust in your guidance in all our uncertainties so that we open ourselves to your blessings and for your provisions for businesses we ask, Lord, and a joyful motivation as we step out of lockdown. I pray that your grace and love will carry us through this transition, filling us with inspiration to seize opportunities so that we can create opportunities for many. Lord, we know you can turn all things around, so I pray an overflowing injection of blessing into our economy to benefit all. Lord, I also pray healing power for those affected by racial injustice. I pray your love, patience and understanding and, a listening, and listening ears for all individuals for the cycle of racial hate to be broken. And I pray against any system that facilitates anything that opposes you and who you have designed us to be. But that we will be a nation that will fight for justice being seated in fellowship, having conversations to move forward in love and justice for all so that we can unite our differences for greatness. Holy Spirit, I pray a blessing for every household and that, and that everyone will believe and receive your perfect love for their life because with you, all and everything is possible. We pray for God's peace for each of us his spirit to fill us, that we would have love and compassion towards those around us. Thank you for your love for us, that you are always with us, drawing us towards you in your kindness and mercy. In your name, amen. And let's pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our, Our Father, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come, come. Your, your will be done. done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. As we go out into the week ahead, seeking to know and do the will of Lord Jesus, in response to God's love, let us draw deeply on the never-ending resource of his Holy Spirit, caught up in doing his will, in sharing his love, blessing one another as he blesses us.
and now to him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless in his presence with exceeding great joy, be all might, majesty, dominion and power. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you and those for whom you pray now and always. Amen. second guessing we know that we are protected may the peace that surpasses all understanding be our message grace and favors in your nature in your essence may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children 
Children, and their children, may his face. 